Say goodbye to your credit card rewards. Greedy corporate mega stores, led by Walmart and Target, are pushing for a law in Congress to take away your hard-earned cash back and travel points to line their pockets. The Durbin Marshall Credit Card Bill would enact harmful credit card routing mandates that would end credit card rewards as we know it. If you love your credit card rewards, tell your lawmakers, hands off my rewards. Tell them to oppose the Durbin Marshall Credit Card Bill. Judy was boring. Hello. Then Judy discovered Jumbacasino.com. It's my little escape. Now Judy's the life of the party. Oh, baby, mama's bringing home the bacon. Whoa, take it easy, Judy. The Chumba life is for everybody. So go to ChumbaCasino.com and play over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Say goodbye to your credit card rewards. Greedy corporate mega stores, led by Walmart and Target are pushing for a law in Congress to take away your hard-earned cash back and travel points to line their pockets. The Durbin Marshall Credit Card Bill would enact harmful credit card routing mandates that would end credit card rewards as we know it. If you love your credit card rewards, tell your lawmakers, hands off my rewards. Tell them to oppose the Durbin Marshall Credit Card Bill. Lucky Land Casino asking people what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kids PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere playing at luckylandslots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void prohibited by law. 18+. Plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. With Lucky Land slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Hello and welcome to Chapter 64 of the DC Alliance Podcast. With me, as always, is my co-host, Clay, at FanboyClay on Twitter. Clay, how are you doing this evening? I am doing pretty well. I'm very interested to uh, hear some thoughts tonight. You know, I uh, I have thoughts of my own. Not saying that it's a bad show or anything. Of course, this is the review of Titans, the first three episodes. Um, we're going to normally do this on our regular show because it is so late in the week. You know, kind of let everybody watch these uh, the next few episodes, of course, and then we're going to uh, we will still go episode by episode, though. Uh, yes. But I'm 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 doing good, you know. I actually was able to get off early today. Um, I was like, ah, do I want to try to squeeze in maybe one or two episodes? I was like, ah, they're fresh on my mind. I'm pretty good. But how about you? How have you been? I've been good. Uh, been a bit more active lately, uh, and a lot sore because of that. And really realizing that I'm basically out of shape and useless. But. <laughs> <laughs> besides besides that, I, I'm intrigued to talk to you about this. We haven't really shared our thoughts, uh, anything besides like high level, what if we liked it or not, really. So I'm really interested to dive in with you. Uh, I don't even want to paint a hint. 
this was really great. I really enjoyed this, and it was nice. And like Clay said, listeners, normally we'll review this on Mondays, but apparently HBO Max wanted to drop us for the 80, 120 minutes of Titans content, which is basically a mini-movie. So we decided, let's get together and review that. Why not? But before we do all that, we are going to get the network plugs and all that jazz out of the way. We are part of the Geek Ultimate Alliance Network with eight podcasts, six days a week. On Mondays is World's Finest True Believers with Chris Belga. That rotates bi-weekly with Ranger Alliance with Clay and rotating guest host. On Tuesdays is this show, DC Alliance, with myself and Clay. On Wednesdays is my show, Superhero Discussions. On Thursdays is two podcasts as well. Slice of Fit, no, Star Wars Alliance with Katie and Nathan. And that goes bi-weekly with a walk through the multiverse. That's Joe's new show at um underscore actually underscore on Twitter. Just might have thrown it in there. He likes so I do that when Clay is on any podcast with me. <laughs> on Fridays is Marvel Alliance with Chris and Brent. And on Sundays is Slice of Film with Katie. That goes bi-weekly where Katie looks at movies. I'm really excited about that. I think I'm going to have to try and get in on the Ghostbuster review when she does that. So that is the shows. Bam. We also have a Patreon claim. Two tiers, a dollar tier and a five dollar tier. The dollar tier is a tip jar. You like what we're doing and you want to help us out. And the five dollar tier is where you get your extras. You get your ad-free episodes, early access to episodes, and Patreon exclusive episodes. Also, I think my, my I don't know when it's gonna be up, but myself and Chris recorded something uh, yesterday about scoopers that I think is prevalent, especially today, with some of the news they took and made stories out of. Uh, but yeah, that's essentially it. And the programming note, DC, whoa! Oh, nah, this guy. That's what happens when the person has the keys to all the podcast rooms. Uh, <laughs> Mr. Uh, Chairman of the GV and GUA and Gauntlet, Mr. Travis Snell, how are you let, doing this season? Let me just put down my world title and my team style. From oh, Gauntlet. that's just my belt. Hey. Oh, no, no not yet. Uh, we'll see in that a couple That has my name on it. There. I see it right there. But I, I had to pop in here because I had heard Heinz already talking about that Patreon exclusive. Heinz, you know, he said he had invited me to be on that. And then all I hear from Chris is, oh, me and Heinz have recorded it without even asking me. So just lying to my face. Clay's always being disrespectful, so I'm here. I'm not expecting an answer tonight. But I'm being remember, disrespectful. Oh, oh, you're this all started. This all started. No, no, no. This all started yeah. with you being disrespectful towards some of your closest friends. They know. They know their spot. They know their place, and they know their role. Okay, and just like you guys will. I'm not expecting an answer tonight, but remember, this Monday or Tuesday live, you guys have a decision to make because me and Taylor are looking oh, to. Hey, hey, I'm willing. I'm willing to do a one v two. You know, <laughs> Heinz Heinz can join in if he wants, mm. but that's that's how I'm going. We'll see. You know, these two, everyone wants to paint me as a hero. Everyone wants to paint me as the villain. They didn't even tweet out the show link till I did. I'm doing all this stuff to cover for your asses, and here I am about to bump up these ratings, you know. Uh, so play yeah, ask, yeah. ask Mr. Snell. I think Mr. Snell does a lot of the uh, preparing of, page, of StreamYard for one show that is not called DC Alliance. Uh, it may be Marvel Alliance, perhaps. Uh, I don't know. And the I am a producer thing, on that my, show. I was my, the original host. God, <laughs> between you and like Clay, I miss Greg. At least he showed me some respect around here. All I, I have is Chris and Greg. Everyone else is disrespectful. Defense, I created this thing. I suggest that you 
for you, you asked if there was any content we had any ideas while your friends were away for you because you're doing a solo thing. I mm. didn't say, I said, I think you should do a Mr. Snell's scooper list. I didn't say, uh-huh. I, I would love to be there. I wanted you, I want you to reveal it to me. But myself and Chris didn't quite do that. We just went through some scoopers things. We didn't, we didn't jazz it up like you would, like give the showmanship, the entertainment of, you'd be like Stephen A. Smith throwing his top five, ripping them off and giving some enthusiasm. So we didn't go quite that route. So I think there's still a place for that idea. Always I want, I want to see it. I want to Always see it. Yeah. It's but a skill. It's a skill. What is, uh, what's that, uh, that scene in, in Toy Story with Mr. Potato Head? <laughs> That's what you guys should be doing. You should be kissing uh, yeah. all my butts. Yeah, uh-huh, but, you know. uh-huh. So tune in to your guys' on Tuesday. You guys can make your announcement as far as you accept the challenge for my birthday bash, August 27th. Because either way, I'm going to be celebrating my nice 20th birthday. It's going to be great. Be I'm going to be celebrating uh, you mailing that uh, that belt to me. Uh, sir, I don't mail it to losers, so we'll see. But I am here, speaking of losers, Titans. Titans. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, where's he going with this? The, the way I look at Titans is they're they're like a team that made it to the Super Bowl, but they lost big time. And that was the season two finale, right? Bad like, news okay. Bears. Bad yeah, news exactly. Bears. So this is the comeback story. So but I am I will stick around talk about Titans because I was very intrigued by the show. So now I'll hand the keys back to you and I, I will keep the games away until a few more days. I will finish just quickly before so we can move on into the oh. show. We are doing our draft for the Superman yes. book on Monday's show, and we are starting a new comics corner, Earth One Volume One and Earth One Volume Two. And listeners, when we finish this, myself and Clay, who we're going to do a contest of, we're going to write your names if you're in the chat during the live shows. We will take those names, we will draw, and we will contact you from that. And the winners are people that are active in the live chat during the shows. Any shows before we draw this, you will be entered. So just remember, join us for that. That's nine Eastern Monday nights, and we're gonna. Well, I have, you, you I only you book, only so. said you only said Earth One Volume One. It's Teen Titans Earth One Volume One. Yes. Uh, so everybody who isn't on <laughs> the YouTube watching this, um, nice. It's Good a job, fun nice. book. Um, a very interesting read. It is Jeff Lemire, uh, who wrote that book. Um, gosh, I can't even remember how old this book is, to be completely honest. It's been a while since I've actually opened it up and, and read it. So I'm looking forward to reading that. I'm going to be doing that this weekend so we can uh, go forward with that drawing on Monday. And then I believe it is the previous or the next Monday we will be doing the Superman one because that's yes. when we will be doing our Superman review. We're also Correct. next Monday along with that drawing uh, for Titans. We're also going to be reviewing Stargirl. Uh, episode one um, I have thoughts on that as well um, same, but yeah same. let's go ahead and I guess jump right into this Titans review Titans season three the first three episodes dropped um, the first episode Barbara Gordon the second episode Red Hood and the third episode Snell did correct me on it uh, was Hank and Dove mm-hmm. um, so let's I mean let's let's go from the beginning uh uh barbara gordon episode one what'd you guys think just uh let's let's do let's do non-spoil let's let's because he is here let's go ahead and take his routine review 
of uh, non-spoiler thoughts, and then we'll go into spoilers. So it's not bad. Uh, that was a good Snell, olive branch. That was a good extending of an olive branch. Sure. Snell, uh, oh, since you were in trouble, since you bombarded in here and uh, <laughs> want to take over, um, why don't you go first with the uh, non-spoiler uh, review, or at so, least the thoughts? So just episode one or overall? Overall, overall, oh, overall. So. I, it's a difficult position because so I've liked the last two shows or last two seasons. I'm like everybody else. Yeah, they have a disappointing finale, but I'm not the person that even if this finale sucks again, I'll be back next year. I'm a glen for punishment. But I think because these three episodes have been so great for me that I've already kind of been fulfilled as far as this is the greatest start as far as the last two seasons. It's funny because I think if you are watching this as a Titan show, I think it's like a decent to good show. But if you're watching this as like a Dick Grayson Batman lore show, then it's fantastic. And I absolutely love it. And that's why I'm here, because it's like we have not gone a live action Dick Grayson. I don't know, since Batman and Robin, I don't count Joseph Gordon-Levitt. And then it was weird because no one still answered me. I got a few answers of saying I was right. But the fact that we haven't got a live action Barbara Gordon and a live action Dick Grayson together since Batman 66 is ridiculous because you have her in Batman and Robin, but she's Barbara Pennyworth. They changed yeah. her name and everything like that. And saying they're always changing these fucking people's names. Pennyworth, John Blake, you know, stuff like that. But I think as a Robin Batman lore show, it's it these three episodes have been fantastic. Now, do I think it's the levels of like a Watchmen or a Daredevil or what we just got recently? Loki? No. I think two things as far as writing still at times is a little it's I don't want to say cheap because that sounds bad, but just a little a little basic and acting is very kind of all over the place. I think there's a few actors that do a great job and the rest are kind of fine. You know, I don't think there's anyone really great other than the guy that plays Robin Nightwing, the guy that plays Batman and see, like I'm having a tough try- time to think of like who else is like great in the uh, show. I like the guy. Hey, that played- hey, yeah. Hank's pretty. Yeah. I think he's, He's better now this season last year. I think when he first started, he was super generic, just big dude, like didn't have much personality and the character changed. But I think this, the best thing is each episode has multiple big moments in it. And I second episode three ended. I wanted to see more. I wished it was binge style. I like the week to week conversation, but I wanted more. And I think they've done a good job of, you know, there's a lot of worries we had going in this season and it feels like they haven't done that. So I'm, I've been pretty impressed and I'm enjoying it a lot. And I cannot wait for the rest of the season. All right. Uh, Heinz, what about you? First off, I'm going to have to clean this up, so it sucks. But listeners, you can't hear me, but I'm pouring one out for my homie because I was not prepared for the air. Hey, this is non-spoiler. non-spoiler. I, just, I just said I'm just pouring one out for my homie. That's all I said. I'm not okay. saying anything okay. else about that. Don't worry. All right. Not, all right. We'll dive into spoilers yet, but just pouring one out for my homie. The listeners who know who've watched the three episodes, you'll know what I'm talking about. Was not prepared for that. Was not prepared for the up in quality in this compared to the last two seasons. Just in the visual, the cameras, it seems like there was an infusion of cash into this. The HBO Max cash compared to the DC Universe, because that's where we watched the first two seasons of this show, and that was DC Universe money. And I I can't get over just the, the interactions between uh, Dick and Barbara, Dick and Bruce, Barbara and Bruce, so getting to the real, getting to what they think, no sugarcoating. You've seen that they tried that for about two seconds and that didn't last. I I could not believe some of the things that Red Hood has done. I'm really glad that they actually had, they still stuck to the comic a little bit in terms of who carried out the ending of him. And it was cool to see Bruce's reaction to that 
at first of denial and then not of that at all after basically getting talked to by both Barbara and Dick. It was cool to see so many little Easter eggs I want to talk about as well with you guys. Uh, I just really, I really enjoyed it. I was surprised at how much I enjoyed it. I, I enjoyed a lot of the season finale too, besides the lay, like just a layout of where the characters were didn't make sense. Oh, here's Superboy thing filing. Here's one, save it, Wonder Girl, with Superboy standing there. But it felt like everyone had things to do. And there was one criticism that I've had for two seasons now that seemed to be kind of addressed that it may be, this will maybe the final season for it. And I really hope that's it. I'll, I'll talk about that more when we get into our spoiler discussion about it. But yeah, there's something that I've really been hating the last two seasons that seems like they might be changing. And I have my fingers crossed about that. Very nice. I will go ahead and say uh, I have some nitpicks of this show in general. Um, one of the big ones, unfortunately, is uh, sticking the landing. I think everybody has beaten that uh, dead horse uh, of a joke already. Um, but uh, there are some moments in each of these episodes that I really do enjoy. There's moments in these episodes that I very much dislike. Um, I am really 50-50 on the first three episodes, but there's one in particular that I'm just like, I'm kind of done with, and uh, we will get into that right now. Um, so we will go ahead and, because I feel like this conversation will go pretty long, and I feel like there's a debate uh that's gonna immediately start once i once i start say something so let's go ahead and take our first ad break before we really dive into this and then uh we will be back talk spoiler filled thoughts um talk about some characters new introductions and all of that so let's go ahead and take that first ad break right now Say goodbye to your credit card rewards. Greedy corporate mega stores, led by Walmart and Target are pushing for a law in Congress to take away your hard-earned cash back and travel points to line their pockets. The Durbin Marshall credit card bill would enact harmful credit card routing mandates that would end credit card rewards as we know it. If you love your credit card rewards, tell your lawmakers, hands off my rewards. Tell them to oppose the Durbin Marshall credit card bill. With the Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Judy was boring. Hello. Then Judy discovered Jumbacasino.com. It's my little escape. Now Judy's the life of the party. Oh, baby. Mama's bringing home the bacon. Whoa. Take it easy, Judy. <laughs> The Chumba life is for everybody. So go to ChumbaCasino.com and play over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. 
Say goodbye to your credit card rewards. Greedy corporate mega stores led by Walmart and Target are pushing for a law in Congress to take away your hard-earned cash back and travel points to line their pockets. The Durbin Marshall credit card bill would enact harmful credit card routing mandates that would end credit card rewards as we know it. If you love your credit card rewards, tell your lawmakers, hands off my rewards. Tell them to oppose the Durbin Marshall credit card bill. With lucky landslots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. It is Ryan here, and I have a question for you. What do you do when you win? Like, are you a fist pumper? A woohooer, a hand clapper, a high fiver. I kind of like the high five, but if you want to hone in on those winning moves, check out Chumba Casino. At chumbacasino.com, choose from hundreds of social casino style games for your chance to redeem serious cash prizes. There are new game releases weekly plus free daily bonuses. So don't wait. Start having the most fun ever at chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. DTW, void were prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus. Say goodbye to your credit card rewards. Greedy corporate mega stores, led by Walmart and Target are pushing for a law in Congress to take away your hard-earned cash back and travel points to line their pockets. The Durbin Marshall credit card bill would enact harmful credit card routing mandates that would end credit card rewards as we know it. If you love your credit card rewards, tell your lawmakers, hands off my rewards. Tell them to oppose the Durbin Marshall credit card bill. With Lucky Land slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. It is Ryan here, and I have a question for you. What do you do when you win? Like, are you a fist pumper? A woohooer, a hand clapper, a high fiver. I kind of like the high five, but if you want to hone in on those winning moves, check out Chumba Casino. At chumbacasino.com, choose from hundreds of social casino style games for your chance to redeem serious cash prizes. There are new game releases weekly, plus free daily bonuses. So don't wait. Start having the most fun ever at chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. DTW, void, were prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus. And we are back. So. Oh man, should I should I drop the bomb or yeah, do it, drop it. Oh, your, all, right. Your all right, all right, all right. Okay, so um, I am really, really tired of Mister Short Stack. Um, he <laughs> he he squares up at like at least four two and is like, "Hey guys, I really hate you." And like, I'm I'm sorry. the The kid who plays Todd is is not convincing whatsoever in his acting in like his portrayal as like trying to be menacing and trying to be like, like I understand the character of like him being the somewhat like villain, 
of Red Hood when he first gets introduced in comics, I completely understand it. This kid just doesn't do it for me at all. Can I say something to that? Because I think you're looking at it just as the Red Hood under the Red Hood, like the Red Hood story of him returning. They're just doing a little bit of a take on that. He, I don't, oh, even, no, no, think he, I don't even think he's died. But I know you're saying you, in general with the actor, the person. No, I, playing, I, yeah. I understand. Like I, I think I have come to terms with like adaptations overall, not just in DC, but overall. I'm not always going to be getting my fan service, right? Yeah. So they're adapting the story because the Red Hood story is not a Titan story. It is a Batman story. It is something that very much like it. It's a very important to the Batman character, which I mean, it did something to him here. Um, and I say Batman because that is his persona. I didn't see Batman at all in this. In They're any one of the these same episodes. Play. They're one in the same. It's Bruce. It was Bruce. And it's implied that Batman went out and did something. Like, well, it's not even implied. There are people say the, the reports from Arkham. Yes. People working at Arkham um, say that Batman was <laughs> Bat- <laughs> What a day at Arkham. You just go by the Joker's cell and he is just destro- being destroyed by Batman with a crowbar. And you're just like, fuck, I need <laughs> Gu- a new job. Guards are just like, you know what? <laughs> yeah. Peace. There's a, yeah, f- yeah. there's a 15 second animated clip from Batman the Animated Series where a guard comes in, looks, and sees Batman there and closes the door and just leaves. Yeah, yeah, it's like, yeah, I don't yeah. want. I didn't see anything. It just walks off. It's kind of kind of what I would expect. That would make me move to Metropolis in that moment. Like, okay, I'm done. Let's. What else <laughs> is out there? Come on. I can understand that, Clay, because he's he is young. I will admit, I, some of his acting did work for me, but I also think that there's a greater there's a greater villain at play here. There's a mastermind pulling well, the strings, and and that's a, that's the other thing we have. 12 episodes 13 episodes it's going to be weekly we still need to deal with the raven stuff we still need to deal with the starfire stuff this whole uh, red red hood thing is going to be over within two weeks like i'm i'm saying it's going to be over within two to three weeks i think i think it may be paused but i don't think it'll be over over i think they might be like uh he looks like he's dead or he's missing and then he'll come back i think you'll get like a but like the same way how Dick randomly went to prison for like three episodes and then came back like nothing changed. Like, hey, I got a new suit. I'm I think they'll back, do guys. that. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I think they'll do that where Red Hood will disappear and then the last three episodes would be like, I'm back and I'm going to fuck you guys wait, up. I wait, would love it if it was like Arrow season two with Deathstroke where he was throughout the whole thing. I hope they do that with Red Hood, even though, Clay, you are right that it is like to me and to make the geek for joke, this show right now is night like nightwing batman with friends this tight it's not a titan show right now in my opinion no, they're around right. but th- and i think that might it might honestly like and clay you're gonna hate this because all the batman comic books it might help their popularity out a bit more because i think people are drawn to there's a lot of aspects in this show that people want to see in live action look at red hood what was everyone screaming from the rooftops when we got bat flick and that red that dead robin suit it's like oh that's gonna be the next movie we're gonna do you know death in the fam like and we never got that so i i do like that they're doing these storylines here but i couldn't say if someone's a big titans fan and they're disappointed i couldn't tell them they're wrong because they're definitely taking not even the back seat like they're in the trunk and it's like it, it's the it, batman show right now no, there's no, there's an episode i've read from reviews the fifth episode is like a 
I, unfortunately for you, Clyde, you're not going to like the sound of this. The fifth episode well, is a. I don't no, want to hear. I don't no. want to hear nothing for the show. The episodes I haven't watched yet. It's That's why to be I like haven't a read the reviews. Red Hood centered episode. That's all I'm going to say. I'm not going to give away anything in the episode. It's just then why you know, name? Like got why name episode? And that's that's okay. Here's my the biggest issue because <laughs> we we are going like kind of all over the place here. Yeah. The fact that episode two is named Red Hood, you see Red Hood and then immediately find out that Jason is under the Red Hood all in the same episode. Worst decision ever. I am oh, in full agreement with you. Decision ever full because here's 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 the, should have been here's a couple the more episodes. We we as comic book fans, we as Red Hood fans, we as the Batman fans know that Jason is Red Hood. I think it would have been ten times better for people who are just stumbling onto this show on HBO Max to watch this whole thing and think, oh shit, there's this new guy that's on the block. Who the fuck is it? And then like mid season or maybe not even until the end of the season, you find out it's Jason. Like uh, I'll play devil's advocate. Cause I'm completely disagreeing with you guys that I feel like it would have had that impact of, I don't know, Falcon or soldier when it's like, who's the power broker who's and everyone the whole time is like, it's Sharon, it's Sharon. And then when it was Sharon, everyone was like, look at this lame reveal. We all knew. I feel like that's what would have happened. I feel like between the internet and the other thing, like you point out, Clay, his stature really fucks that up because the second you see him, you know, oh, that's that actor. So if he was a guy that looked like Brandon Thwaites, like a regular size, then you could play with it. But I think because he is, it's not that he's small and aging up. He just looks like he's going to be a small dude overall in life. So it's just like, yes, he's always going to be a small guy. So I think what they should have done, because I do agree with you that I'm a guy that likes wrestling. I like when, you know, Rey Mysterio is beating up the big show. But in the real world, in this case, it's like, it doesn't like when he was teen off with Hank at one moment in this year, like these three episodes, it looked silly. It did not look like he would stand a chance against Hank. And the problem was, I don't think the show's done a great job of highlighting like how dangerous he is yet. And I think they should have done what they did with Tom Hardy and dark Knight rises. Tom Hardy is considerably a lot shorter than Christian Bale, but Nolan the whole time shot it to look like Hardy was like towering over him. Yeah. He did a lot of low shots. Yeah. Yeah. I don't think you need to make, he's a small guy. So you don't need to make him seem like a seven foot giant, but just a little bit more imposing. But when he's just standing next to a bunch of dudes with that gun, and I do not like helmets fine. It's fine, but it looks very cheap. Yeah, I but my thing is, I think that given a couple <laughs> weeks, everyone would have known, like even GA people following the show would have known that's Jason Todd. And it would have been like a big kind of just but see, that's meh. that's why you could also kind of play around with. And, and again, we know that shows nowadays can take liberties to do whatever the fuck they want right they can they can change stories however they want Hmm. and i think it would have been fun to kind of play around with you know because i believe even in comics uh not necessarily with red hood jason todd but red hood joker um there was a story i believe it may have been uh scott snyder who kind of did yeah. the origin where he threw out a whole bunch of red hoods yeah who is the and, red hood yeah and they kind of play around with that here like with the with the symbolism of people wearing red hoods doing random like uh criminal acts but it's still not a mystery because you still see the faces of everybody right you could still play around with that or you could have 
and so people were like, well, is it Jason Todd or is it this new guy? Maybe it's like maybe the Joker's not dead. What does Bruce think about this? You know, there's a lot of story elements you could have thrown here, but I feel like you cut them at the knees when you're like, hey, look, Red Hood. Hey, look, it's Jason. No, I, I got to jump in here because I'm in kind of an agreement with Clay, but I need to see where to go with the story. But mm-hmm. I also feel that they could have held it even for one more episode. I think the end of episode three, like you could have had Dove still do the things that she did to try to get the thing off. But if they revealed at like as it's counting down, he took off the mask and you reveal it as Jason, that hits her way more. That goes on so many different levels, I think would have been really good. But I understand why they revealed it because you're half of the Titans are thinking, like they even say it, like he won't kill Hank. There's no way. And what I think is we, we were shown something at the start of episode one on Jason's desk uh, or down in the Batcave, the well, inhaler. Well, not only the inhaler, the chemistry book, like everything, the whole lab, that, like everything, <laughs> everything that Red Hood was doing, like points to like, OK, this is Jason. Like, this is clearly have, Jason. I already have it in my head, too, is that when, after he fell he's he's like he's scared he's meant like he's i'm not afraid he mentioned that right away in the first episode i fuck think the he, joker i think he it's like season one right fuck Batman. exactly fuck yeah. batman i i immediately when he said it i was like oh they're trying to play off of yeah you know dick grayson saying i think, I think that he actually went to uh scarecrow because they've said that they use him for consulting it was batman's idea i think he went to him thinking he was playing him getting his formula his fear toxin and trying to change it around so that he wouldn't be afraid anymore. I think it's the exact opposite of the fear toxin, but I don't think Scarecrow is being on the up and up with him. I think so. I think he may actually be able to control him. Not a hundred percent sure. I hope they don't go that route. I'd rather him not be redeemable, but I'd rather um, him not fe- have fear. But I really feel like that could be a possibility too, where Scarecrow is controlling him. Yeah, I think that's what we were talking about offcast. I I do think he will not be redeemed, but the same way Star Wars villains are like, well, you did one good act and you're a good guy now. And I feel like they will write off that he has been drugged. He's hallucinant, mind control, whatever it will be. I think they're at the end of the season will be a way for him to come back because we'll be like, well, he didn't really kill Hank. It was so-and-so using him that got him to kill Hank. And I guess I didn't mention, I'm the way Clay's 50-50 on the episodes, I'm 50-50 on Kern Walters. I feel he did a really good job as being Jason Todd the earlier seasons because Jason Todd's always a little shit but as I guess my problem is and this all depends on how they reveal how he's Red Hood and whatnot I feel like there's not much of a character shift that was always the big thing that Jason Todd's a big shit and like we said you can adapt stuff but to take on this new persona, it does just feel like, oh, Jason has a mask. Where in the comic oh, books uh, animation, I like the idea of there's Jason Todd, the scared, arrogant little kid who's like a prick. And then when he's Red Hood, he's more like Bruce. He's solemn. He's brutal. And we'll have to see. Like I said, it all depends on the last few episodes. And I will say if Clay is right and they close off the story in five episodes, then I will take back my praise for like revealing it early. Because my yeah. hope is that they revealed it early so you get lots of character development throughout the season. But if he just does like it's just over, then I'll be oh, okay. They just use that to get us excited for season three. Well, we had the Blackfire. We had the Blackfire storyline that has to even the start and, and they're maybe, teasing maybe that it might, now. That might, but that might lead us into the next season as well. That could take that could start on episode nine. But there's there's 11, so many there's sure. so many things that you could kind of move towards with what they've given us so far for one 
we still don't know much about Superboy other than he's <laughs> no. a clone of Superman. You know, he should There's... not be in this show. They should have. He... I, I think he, he's a burden he is... to it. Brant so... just, Brant just. It's not the Superboy. It's just I think it was just you didn't need to add Superboy right last year. You didn't need to, and right now you don't. I just feel like there was there was a lot of episodes. There's a lot of those episodes last season that really didn't need him. No, he really he wasn't part of the the final episode though. Yeah, but they they spent they spent a lot of time on him for not really much of anything. It's like him walking around, being like, "What's Kansas? What? Who are the Kansas?" And then and him him in here, he is basically like a you know fully clothed Drax, in the sense of like he not not totally dumbed down, (laughs) but there's more there's moments of him just being like, "Hey, can we do this?" Well, that's because like, he's, he he lived in Cadmus facility, so he doesn't have the I social know. development. But he makes I, a bomb diff- diffuse. Yes, thing I in understand that. But they they moved that persona from Garfield to Connor because that was Connor. Yeah, in the first two seasons. What he's that's the person that he solely hangs out with. So who's to say yeah. he hasn't picked up some things from him either, Clay? Because that's the only guy he's never had a friend, never had anything like that, really. Besides. The girl he said used to come. Well, like, you sh- his, you his should mom. play off of the I guess really important scene of last season with Dick Grayson saving Superboy. You know, well, and and the other thing that I find that weird, really and it's see, it's definitely be- it's definitely because we got like Young Justice going on, like not right now, but it's coming back and whatnot. And that was such a big through line of like, who is Superman? Like, who am I? And I'm not saying you don't, I'm not saying you need a Superman in the show, but I find it odd when he's like, you think Superman has books and Gar answers them and then they just move on. I would like an actual emotional scene of him trying to still, if he's going to be around to figure out some stuff and maybe that leads to, because we had those hintings of Alex, so we'll see what happens. But again, that's just like, there's a lot going on. And I also, I try not to be mean because we'll see, maybe it's also the material. I just think the actor is kind of, He's they a little one noted. Yeah, they needed oh, yeah. somebody. I think with when you're playing the child, like Wonder or like what you're trying to say with Drax, which I kind of get what you're going for. I think you need Batista. He's a different type of actor, but he has a chemistry or charisma about him. Where this guy, exactly, he's he's a little bit of a nobody. But oh, I just think he's a little now? stiff. I think we might have lost <laughs> now, but I think he's a little stiff, uh, Superboy. But I, I enjoy him. I think he kind of gets the part down. There, there were a couple things. Like with the Red Hood, I, I get what you guys say. Like when I watch him, like when he tries to come all menacing, stag, I'm like, dude, come on, man. Someone put you in a noogie. And no, like, not only that, but hang. like in in the third episode, let's go ahead. And I mean, we're, we're still jumping around because I still have notes on Barbara and all of this. Same, stuff. same. So in the third episode, when he's like calling Hank. And telling him to do all of this stuff, and he's like just sitting down in the corner. He's just like, I, oh, <laughs> like, dude, like, Hank is not going to be the type of person to believe that. And like, I know you're trying to play off of like his his whole thing with being uh, uh, vulnerable with with um, holy crap, what's what's her in character? Uh, 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 Dove, uh, but like her her actual. Uh, name i can't remember her actual name um but you know you 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 play off of that right and you you see jason getting all like well uh you 
Dick is gonna kill me. You he he's gonna he's gonna hate me after doing all of this. Please just like just please do what I say. It's like, dude, I, I can't believe this. Like, and I think it's kind of dumb writing for Hank to like follow along with it and not question, well, this is clearly planned and it's clearly a trap because you have a cell phone in this random spot waiting for me. Like, Which doesn't make sense because in the in episode three, Hank's like, I knew it was a trap. <laughs> well, he, he he mentions he mentions before he walks out, if I see him, like he's gonna go down. And I think that Hank just blindly wants to take him out. I think he knows it's a trap play, but I think that he just went in there thinking he's called the kid a little shit multiple times. Like he doesn't think that he can do anything against him. And ultimately he, I think it's stupid, like stupid of, for Hank, but Hank hasn't made the best decisions. Hell, somebody ended up with his costume in the end of season, like around the end of season two, some random. So he's like making the smart decision. I forgot decision, about that. Making the smart decision is something Hank has not done the entire series. Well, and that kind of comes back to bite him in the ass because I couldn't believe that he did that. And also, what the hell's Wayne, like Bruce Wayne, doing? Even like working with that sort of tech? That's something that's like that a, doesn't surprise you. No, well, that's more of a death sentence, like a torture thing. That you know, that but it, it you you can't necessarily think that it's for humans at that point. You know, yeah, it could or be, maybe he just got it off yeah. a villain and he's had it like around, so no, well, it doesn't not go only in that, else's you, hands. You could you can kind of think of it like, oh, this is for a scenario if I need to blow up a wall or something like that, right? Well, the barbs are designed to actually lock. That I would think that, but the barbs are designed to actually lock into the valves in a heart, so they're actually specifically designed for human body. So that's why I'm going like, to say that it was a villain's, and he got it, and he was just trying to keep it out of the wrong hands. That's what I'm going to go. But with. this Bruce, where this Bruce is now, I'm not exactly shocked because look what he does post uh, post Jason. You have to which is a cool thing for us as listeners, as viewers, but he has that list of potential Robins going through. Well, that was, that was one of the Easter eggs that I wanted to talk to you guys about. How do you feel about this Bruce Wayne, like already having like basically a Deadpool of, uh, of Robins uh, kind of waiting for him. We see Carrie Kelly. We see Stephanie Brown. We see um, uh, Duke Thomas, like, we see a lot of these very famous Robins in the comics. How do you feel about that? So when you were saying, Clay, about like Red Hood, and I agree, like Red Hood, the execution of him is not the greatest, but like the outcast, like the shadow he's putting on the show, I think is good. And this, that episode one's my favorite because it has provided some of the best live action Batman stuff ever or Bruce Wayne, however you want to cut it. But to me, my favorite Batman is like the Batman on the line and the guy who is like, mentally disturbed doesn't have it together and when you saw that list to me that gave me goosebumps because like this guy's fucking twisted he's already and just the way it uh, precedent as far as barbara's like he replaced you already and dick's like no he's not gonna do that and one just seeing carrie kelly and all these lists as just an easter egg one of my favorite easter eggs of all time but that scene is one of the best batman scenes ever when they're talking about like you already have kids he's like oh i just can't do this alone and he's like and he you know, has he- that fear in his eyes he's like why don't you be Robin again? Like, <laughs> that, that, that was yeah. fucking sick. Like when he said that, I was like, 
Are you fucking kidding me? That line, that's what I tweeted about. That line was like, do you want to be wrong again? And he's saying that he's stoic. He's fearful. He's trying to hold back tears, but he's also serious. It's like, it's some of the best Batman stuff ever. And that to me is showing that like people, I think that's where I, I don't like when people think of Batman. It's like, oh, he's super cool and stuff. I, this is the Batman I like. I like kind of what we might get in Robert Pattinson's Batman as far as like, this guy is He's fucked up. And he, he, as much as, yeah, he's a hero, he makes some really bad decisions. And what he was doing in this whole episode was bad decisions. But yeah, when he just said, do you want to be Robin again? I, my heart sung. I was like, oh my God. And shout out to Ian Glenn, who I've always liked. I'll go to bat. I like the older Batman. That's why I liked when Ben Affleck got cast. They said they were going to do that. I like young Batman, but we've got enough of it. There's so much lore and history, which they will talk about on this show, but they do with instilling this Batman. You can only do that when he's a Batman at this age. And I love that he's, on the line and again after that he says like i can't do this alone anymore and that's where she was like he's he's broken and like and then obviously what happens after i've always said i'm fine with batman killing if it's the one person joker he gets a free pass and okay it's so it's great that barbara said the problem with gotham is you and joker he kills joker and then he leaves gotham so he's like yeah i'm gonna fix the issue well, okay and- so i want to go i want to go right there you said you know the big point in the red hood story is at the very end of that under the red hood story, Jason has Joker dead to fucking rights. And yeah. he's like, out of everything that you could have done, all you had to do was kill this motherfucker. And that would have been it. That would have been it. And that's what creates red hood kind mm-hmm. of right. What, what's the motivation here? Like See, I understand is- again, I understand the adapting to fit the Titans narrative, but I don't see it. See, this is where I got to jump in because I think that they they specifically sat, sat it up this way too because you can't stick exactly to the under Red Hood story in the Titan show because like you guys said earlier, it's a Batman story. So here, what my <clears throat> basic logic is, the Titans essentially from the first episode from what I gathered, essentially kicked Jason out, like sent him back to Bruce because they it wasn't working. He was being a little shit. And they wanted the Titans to run smoothly. And after Jason left, the Titans did run smoothly. They, like, they're San Francisco's darlings. Mm-hmm. So I just think that he basically is not going to is not going to play as hard clay. But ultimately, it, it wasn't going you to. You casted not, me out. Like that's basically the the story that is that you think is going to happen as far well, as like I see I see him focusing on the Titans and I see Tim bringing Batman Bat Bruce back from this dark this darkness because I've seen a lot of talk people saying where he said be a better Batman to Ooh, Dick so a lot good. of people a lot of people are thinking is Dick going to be in the actual bat suit by the end of this no. season no, no way first of all that t- that Nightwing suit's too fire but that goes against everything like he's been in there. We will only see bit. Batman in CGI again. That's yeah. That's the only time. I, I agree. Really? I, yeah. I think I think we'll see a suited Batman before the show ends. I think. You think oh, Ian will yeah. suit up? Well, well oh. that or a flashback. I think we'll get a. I think we'll see it once. I think we will do as far as like, and hopefully it's not fucking Gotham, where it's just some guy standing on a ledge and they zoom. In. I think you could Ugh, get as, that was as such far a horrible as a, suit. Yeah, as far as a payoff, I think you could get it. And I I do like what Heinz is putting down as far as. Yeah, the motivation for Jason will not be Batman. It will be the Titans. Now, is that a little weak? Yeah, yeah it's like, comparative. Comparative. Yes, 100%. It but it makes sense. And I, I I, was with Heinz with you months ago, and we were both wrong. I thought for sure there was going to be a time jump. I will say, Clay, I think that is a negative. They should have even at least a month. 
Like, well, <laughs> like the fact Clay's, that this Clay's point too, if you did a time jump, you could cast a different actor as the Red Hood, like a different stunt yes. actor wearing the mask the entire time. And you could do those shots that they talked about to make Karen Walters look bigger. That would take away a lot for me when you see Red Hood coming in with a gun. We were talking about this when you were guidance now. But it's basically, oh, isn't it it's like, like the same week? Like everything is happening like well, yeah, that's what I don't like. It's it's yeah. within it feels like three or four days as far as like he dies. Three months. He's looking, three months. Yeah, he. Yeah. It's this has been three months that since since the end of season two. No, 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 no. The episode of these one, episode two, oh, and episode yeah. three. Oh, yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. It's like yeah. all th- three days. Yeah. That's it. So yeah. like Jason dies, Joker dies, Batman quits, the Titans come to Gotham, Hank dies, Scarecrow's recruited. It's a lot, and I think even just to feel the weight of Jason dying, even just a month. A month of we've been in Gotham, we're covering for Bruce, stuff like that. But I that is one critique that it is moving way too fast for <laughs> to feel the weight of like Red Hood because it's like has he even taken over the city? He's just like pissed off a few mobsters and like no, done I, some crimes. Like it should they should have really built up as far as we miss Jason I, and there's this I Red Hood look guy. At his feet, once I didn't look at his feet. And so I could see how Tali was. That scene really played for me. I kind of closed my eyes at times. But it just reminded me so much of that Red Hood animated movie. Well, and it was the, it was completely that. Yeah, 100%. it was. Well, the big part of that is that it is that was directly taken from the comic, and I understand that they needed to do something like that for fans to be really be like, "Oh man, this is so fucking awesome." But the one thing I'm gonna call myself out on being a hypocrite right now. <laughs> I told Heinz, and I'm pretty sure I told everybody at SCS that. If they even like, as long as they show the crowbar when Jason dies, then I'll be happy. I wasn't happy. Oh, oh come on! No, 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 no. Way happy. I I will tell you why. I will tell you why. I think it happened too fast. That's the only reason why, because it was like, okay, he's there. He sees the dead body, and like. It was almost a cringeworthy like Joker laugh, and then just like boom, 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 he's dead. I'm like, that's it. Like in the moment, I was just like, not satisfied. Yeah, fair enough. Yeah. I, I can see what you're saying there. I was so, just happy they did it. I guess I, I knew, he, which, which is why like when you said, "Oh, okay, yeah. I, all I had to do was see the first 15 minutes." Okay, I'm happy. Let's go. You know. Yeah, because I, I had every intention to watch it, but it was late. It was midnight. I was like, I just want to know are they doing the crowbar? Because I just worried they put in the trailer and it was a trick. And I will applaud them for doing it. And I will applaud them for months of lying of being like, "No, he's just gonna come back and be pissy." They said the scarecrow was gonna do it. That yeah. Was so now like, I, are you I do. Me? <laughs> I do wonder. I'd love to know behind the scenes if that was the plan and they got lots of pushback and they're like, you need to fucking reshoot this and you need to put in the Joker because it's very cheap and it's very like Clay says hidden. I will say though, if he's actually dead, dead, I do like Batman killing him off. Cause I was like, you can't just get an actor just for this one scene to have an actual Joker. So we could see his face. But then it's like, okay, if he's dead, then there's no issue. And I, I hope he stays dead. And I like that the crowbar has been around, like Bruce threw it in the room. I love the moment when he's just like, Bruce is like cleaning off the dead Robin suit. And he's just so cold. He's like, blood's hard to get off. And like, he won't even, I love, he won't even talk about Jason. He doesn't even address him, acknowledge him. He's just like, there's a new killer and go on <laughs> dick. I, I love that whole like sequence of him just like, no, he's just going to put in a box and ignore it. And before I forget, I also love the touch of that they buried him next to Alfred. I really like that's just like Batman heart. Well, stuff that, of like, that whole oh, moment, yeah. that whole moment, I was going to make the joke that uh, 
in the three seconds of everybody grieving over Hank's death, that was longer than them grieving over Jason. Um, I got even. I got. I got one to back it up even more, Clay. Alfred died off screen in between seasons one and three because Dick was texting him in season one. Oh, was he? I thought he's been yes, dead. He was. Oh, yeah. Nope. And season season one is the whole reason why he's able to get his suit back. Yeah, he is because of Alfred. Yeah. You got to pour it out for a lot of people in this. Jason, Batman's career, Alfred, Jim Gordon, who died <laughs> from Gordon, Mr. And Mr. that Freeze, was some... that was amazing. That was amazing. It was amazing, but I didn't like the the writing they had for him because she's like, oh, he died from being frozen in a heart attack. And he's like, Mr. Freeze. And she's like, yeah, I fucking know the guy. <laughs> <laughs> like, Terrible was... writing for him. Well, Great well, for her. Okay, really yeah, under- 100%. It, it was really just like, it, yeah. yeah, it was just like, how is he supposed to sell this line? Oh, you mean Mr. Freeze? <laughs> it's like... Well, let's, let's really quickly talk about Barbara. Okay. Oh, quickly. Well, just just you know, just talking about her. I will say I enjoyed her presence. Um, you can kind of see the very awkward tension between Dick and Barbara yes. at times. Um, which I can appreciate. Um I did not like one thing. So there's this moment, right, where she's like, Well, what the fuck happened? And Dick's like well, he told me to be a better Batman. And she's like, oh, well, that's some bullshit. Like, be a better Batman? Like, who the fuck does he think he is? And then Dick messes up one time. And she's like, I thought he said be a better Batman. He would have done so. Like, I'm like, what the fuck See, is I this? think that's a positive because if you look at the Bat family in general, they're all like a bunch of hypocrites. Like, they're always fun. Like, they always give Bruce shit like, oh, he can't get out of this life. What the fuck are all you guys doing? Nightwing's like 30 years old and you're still running around rooftops. So it's like, and Bruce is always like, that's why I did like this episode when he's like, it's a war. And she's like, you're just saying that as an excuse to go out there. And it's like, so if people die. So I actually like that aspect because it gives her character a few flaws and i liked that because i was wondering at first the first episode they said nothing about them being like a an item in the past or anything so i thought oh maybe we're not going that route but then i liked them showing the picture of graduation that clearly they were together together and you know what hashtag let them fuck it better happen before the season's over i'm telling you also i will say this it's i'm really confused i'm trying not to think too much about the timeline that they themselves are creating yes because even Barbara was like, oh, yeah, when we were in the field, you know, Jason and I were fighting along Batman. And I'm like, wait, what? Like, so I, s- I had the same problem you did. The only way I can head candidate is at that point, she was a part of the police. She was doing something with Bruce and he was there as well. Cause yeah, legitimately Jason Todd takes over Dick Grayson a week later. So I was like, when did Barbara, you know, have her incident with the Joker and then also meet with Jason Todd. So that's the only way I could head cannon that she was on the force, but their timeline is fucking like X-Men Fox universe right now. Like it's all, it makes no sense. I want to see someone map it out. Cause even then it's just like, so I guess she had the accent and then she went to graduate and then she, I her guess recovery the- time had to be like 30 days. Like she had to eat some sensu beans or something. Clay doesn't well, talk about and, there. And I will say this. I'm glad they're not acknowledging it because I feel like it would be very wrong for them to kind of write it into the show. But this actress legitimately only has one leg mm-hmm. and you can kind of assume that it is something to do with the Joker attack. She says Maybe. that. She yeah. says, she say it? Yeah, yeah, she yeah, said, she, for, she said, like, Jason, first it was me. So I think they are kind of implying that whatever incident she had with the Joker put her in the chair. That's what they, yeah. I think they're Okay, referring. okay, okay. Which it I think that's enough. It could, yeah. it could be a bad well, yeah, which, which is, which is, oh, yeah. 
Yeah, but if they acknowledge like the full on like the missing of the leg, I feel like that would have been really inappropriate. Yeah, but, I think yeah. it's just the Joker attacked her for whatever reason. She had to lose her leg, right? And I think we, we don't need any more details than that. Yeah. Do you guys think we'll see any past clips of of her? I I don't think that she would have been okay with it. Like yeah. as far as like CGIing a new well, leg or putting no. in a body double. Well, like, I don't, you know, I don't in know. real life, though, she does wear um, what prosthetic. is prosthetic. She does wear it. So if there was a way to shoot a pass scene with her wearing the prosthetic in the suit, I bet they could do it because that's what I thought. But there's multiple photos of her like in real life wearing that. So if they could do that. Oh, yeah, really? But, yeah. Yeah. I okay, think the okay. only flashback, though, you'll get maybe is like a her and Dick scenario as far as like maybe, you know, like how they broke up or something yeah. like, like I think oh, that okay. I think it'll be just drama relationship stuff which i love next to batman and catwoman like there, there, Barbara I and Dick. yeah i gotta jump in because you're right there and i want to touch on it uh there's a lot more character moments between i don't know if it's just because there's a lot between the bat family mm-hmm. but i'm enjoying the interactions and i wanted to talk about one thing that really gets me excited and I, if, if they don't pay after it i will be furious gar watching animal planet or some sort of animal video well, he he is about talking drawing, about changing yeah. into something more than a tiger yes which i'm like a lion thank you like <laughs> no no they pause they pause for an extra second on the gorilla yeah. and that is one of his go-to ones from the show it's it's, it's, it's an happening. iconic one yeah, yeah. I, think, I i really I, hope so I do think, like I said, my theory about them maybe changing the Joker opening, I I still think there is a chance that they p- kind of pull the Rise of Skywalker where they looked at all their problems went, okay, how can we make p- people happy? Now, the finale is the biggest one, and we'll see what happens. But I do think you will get him to change at least into one other thing. Maybe not multiple, but de- but I did laugh when I saw the tiger. I'm like, oh, Heinz is going to hate this because like it's a here we go, and then he's jumping around as a tiger. And I don't – I'm still unclear because it cut off screen. Like when he turns into that tiger – does he kill that man? Because the rest of the Titans no, are killing. Yeah, he he it like it the the scene completely changed. So you you don't really know. But and it's that's like something Gar's that pretty, he was supposed to be struggling with. Yeah, and Gar's like a good like they show like he's improving on his fighting in this. Like clearly he's training with Dick. So I was like, I didn't even think he needed to really change into the like he had the situation but on guard. He but. is showing a like that that's still potential because the best thing about Beast Boy in the animated animation anyway is the like flawless changing from one animal to another and i think we're getting touches of that with him being half of a tiger and half human while running being like a, if anyone got from, anyone from canada, canada read these old books animorphs yes, it really animorphs. reminded me really reminded me of that as he was I running up half books like right back here yeah they were always in the book fair when i <laughs> all the time so it's just something that stuck with me but like i was gonna, I was gonna say should we take another ad break because we've been yeah we've been going oh, yeah, off yeah, on let's, let's, <laughs> let's go ahead and do that and i want to talk about episode three specifically after this okay. ad break yeah, ready and we will be right back say goodbye to your credit card rewards greedy corporate mega stores led by walmart and target are pushing for a law in congress to take away your hard-earned cash back and travel points to line their pockets the durbin marshall credit card bill would enact harmful credit card routing mandates that would end credit card rewards as we know it if you love your credit card rewards tell your lawmakers hands off my rewards tell them to oppose the durbin marshall credit card bill Say goodbye to your credit card rewards. Greedy corporate mega 
convenience stores led by Walmart and Target are pushing for a law in Congress to take away your hard-earned cash back and travel points to line their pockets. The Durbin Marshall credit card bill would enact harmful credit card routing mandates that would end credit card rewards as we know it. If you love your credit card rewards, tell your lawmakers, hands off my rewards. Tell them to oppose the Durbin Marshall credit card bill. Say goodbye to your credit card rewards. Greedy corporate mega stores led by Walmart and Target are pushing for a law in Congress to take away your hard-earned cash back and travel points to line their pockets. The Durbin Marshall credit card bill would enact harmful credit card routing mandates that would end credit card rewards as we know it. If you love your credit card rewards, tell your lawmakers, hands off my rewards. Tell them to oppose the Durbin Marshall credit card bill. And we are back. All right. So episode three, um, I saw some people, and I believe it was even uh, Tony, uh, co-host of Ranger Alliance, um, kind of <laughs> give his thoughts, like one-worded thoughts on what he thought about the each episode. And I kind of have to agree with him on episode three because I saw this coming almost a mile away. Um, the ending, like... Not necessarily Hank, but I saw I saw the title of this uh, episode, and I said one of them's dying. Like I immediately thought one of them is dying. Two reasons: one, they've had very rocky, they've had a very rocky relationship since season one, and that's the whole shtick. And I'm like, but how long until they can really, you know, keep it going? You know, so there is there is that one. Minka Kelly just recently um, was attached to a new show. So I was like, okay, this is a streaming show, but would she really drop it to go on to something else? People can work on multiple projects. I understand that, but it could be plausible. So I was like, okay, maybe Minka Kelly dies in this episode. But as soon as everybody started to think about saying their goodbyes to Hank, I'm like, he's gone. He's 100% gone. And like, the moment that freaking Superboy gets it and he is literally 0.5 seconds away and the trigger. So I was, my thought was, okay, if they want to kill off Mika Kelly, uh, the, the gun is a bomb. Like as soon as she like pulls the trigger, it's going to blow up and she's going to die like something like that. Uh, but the whole idea of her having the trigger, I was like, okay, that was that was legitimate and i will give them kudos on it but like i i saw it coming from a mile away what did you guys think cuz i know that heinz his his very professional uh, cal- uh calligraphy right there his one word note for episode 3 is wow i i, I got to say i didn't know first of all from the chat, gv chat gv gua chat I didn't know that Nathan was the judge of calligraphy in the chat in the group. That that was that was something that was very surprising to me of all the people that would speak about calligraphy. I he doesn't get to claim that. that when he pops in every once in six months. <laughs> I, I, I didn't expect I didn't expect that when I woke up in the morning to hear Nathan like give me crap in my calligraphy, but it it did make me chuckle, I gotta say. <laughs> but I, I Clay, I really love this episode. I, I agree with you. I, I was going back and forth actually. I thought he was going to die, and then I thought that they actually were going to like get it out of him because of the whole focus on Superboy and him like 
over and over again, getting closer and closer. But I did like the switch. I did not think that she had the trigger. That was one thing I didn't think. I think that I thought that she, he he might not have had she might not have had any bullets. And when she went to shoot, then he just closed down and blew him up. That's what I thought could have happened. But when when Gar says uh, Connor got it or Superboy got it, and he go, I was instantly thinking, okay, well they got this now. He's gonna have to get it. Red, Red Hood's gonna have to get away. And whoa, I was not expecting that. And I got shades of Batman versus Superman when Superman's in the Capitol building and there's yeah. flames everywhere. I got those vibes when Superboy like just got in because you know he's gonna blame himself. You know, Don, I don't know how Don's gonna even come back from this because if she wouldn't have pulled the trigger, Superboy would have saved Hank. It would have got in there. And I died. see her retiring. Yeah, that's 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 the only thing that I could see. She's gonna be out for blood, she's gonna be able to kill him. That's hundred yeah. percent fact. And I just, I was, I was so bummed because I love Hank. I, I don't see the Snell thing as much. I, I think the character is true to the comic source. I think he was fantastic. Uh, he's a loyal person that does not think before act, acting. And it's bit him in the butt several times. I think here, same thing. Dom was giving him crap, basically saying to tone it down and the like, calm down. We didn't even really need you, kind of. Is what he was feeling there. You could tell too with the whole first episode being on bike, being on bike <laughs> duty. Great. Like it reminded me of Twenty One Jump Street. And man, I, that I, mustache, man. <laughs> and I just, I gotta say, I, I, I could see where he was coming from. It, it doesn't. It, we all think it's a stupid move, but that's Hank essentially making stupid moves. And I was not prepared for him to die. I did not want him to die because he's one of my favorite. And I've been hoping since season one that we would have got a hawk and dove spinoff and instead they blow him up so yeah not exactly thrilled about that because i really enjoyed him as has hawk but you know it it does give the stakes to the show you can't have them saving each other every time this is a little different than your average teen titans animated show yeah i i've i've grown to really love hank and i would say he was one of my fair characters now he's gone i i hope he's gone because i do feel early in the oh, season I, yeah no one's ever gone as luke skywalker says and that's what i hope is that you know hey jason todd was just dead in episode one and then episode two he's back i know he blew up but there's always <laughs> ways and you know what's her name raven has touched a fucking supernatural stuff. i'm saying don't i'm not writing off completely that's i will give I was... you a thousand dollars if he comes back in this present timeline wow you. did you hear that claim? yeah thousand dollars not not any, not any not any freaking memories oh wait any... isn't that canadian dollars though yeah, so it's yeah, only two fifty so, for you guys. Bet like nine hundred American, bet nine hundred, yeah. nine fifty. I will not so bet it because I'm not that confident. I just that's why I did not predict it because I thought it was too early. I thought, this, okay, we're not going to get show, this in episode three. This show plays a lot with, uh, which is why you said current timeline. This show plays a lot with flashbacks, yeah. so we could definitely see him again in a flashback. Um, nah, he, he he's dead. He is freaking ashes right now well and, and then I poor so. crypto poor crypto is just like blocks <laughs> fuck, oh, you yeah. know i got all this brain all over me now yeah no i, I, know, I hope I so because Superman feels like 
it gives the show stakes. It gives Red Hood meaning because no matter what happens, no matter who's behind Red Hood, it's someone of substance and they took out one of our own, right? So I like that. Like I said, I actually did not think it was going to happen yet because I just thought, ah, they won't do it in episode three. I thought they're going to have them be a little bit more happier. I think Dawn is going to go full on, you know, uh, bat flick BBS style. Like I think she's going to go. I don't think she'll retire yet. I could see at the end of the season, but I think until Jason's off the streets, that's the thing where if Red Hood goes missing, I could see them writing her out a few episodes episodes of like she's looking for him you know like i think she's going to be out for blood and uh yeah i thought it was a little silly when all that went down and they were upset and then they did the class thing where red hood was there and then they look and he's gone but it's just like there's no shadows there's nothing hide so like literally Whoa. it's like how did he get away what, so are, you, what are you gonna like, do though you're not gonna turn to them being emotionally distraught and then turn back and see red hood running away like look at like 30 yards <laughs> oh, no, no. like, dick no, should just should have thrown a taser or something but it was just so i wish they picked a different setting for that scene or i think i think bomb it, and then go off on the boat that would have made well, the smoke bomb would have helped That's but what the smoke like. the smoke bomb would have helped because at least it's like oh he grew in anywhere but this was really like where the fuck did he like he couldn't have gone that far, but I digress. But yeah, Hank, I did really like, I, I think I really liked him around the time they introduced the, like when he was like assaulted as a child or like a young. And that's when for me at first, he was just the big kind of jockey character early on. I was like, okay, he's fine. But I did really like him. And after seeing him in episode two, I was like, yeah, you know what? I really enjoy Hank. He's one of my favorites on the show. And now he's gone. So it's like, damn, now I'm stuck with charisma, less Superboy and Gar who's fine. But like, and, and start, I, I, I start for, I like the actress, but I'm just still not that invested in her. And maybe this upcoming story will get me there, but I think she's like solid, but I'm not like caring that much. So, but I, I, I liked it. I liked the episode overall. I like the stuff with crane, even though it seems like maybe <laughs> as reports come out that this actor is kind of an asshole on set. So that's not great. I really liked him in Mad Men. And I think he's perfect for crane, but mm. I like that dynamic of having the Hannibal Lecter type character in there. And I think it works. Snell, something tells me we're not going to have to worry about him by season's end. I really no. think he's going to be straight up killed. So yeah. I don't think we'll have to worry about him being an ass in the next Batman season. comes back with the crowbar. <laughs> well, I'm back for more. So I I immediately got vibes of like, oh, he, he either knows that Dick is Nightwing or like you guys said, um, he is quite possibly the reason why Jason is Red Hood. Like, I think, I, he's both. I think both. I think it's both. Yeah. I think he, I <laughs> yeah. think he got all the info from Jason too. I think Jason was broken, and he essentially just took advantage of him. But In I don't know day. if you can. I don't know if you can <laughs> redeem him. I don't know if you can redeem him. Is three months, but I don't know if you can redeem him. Scarecrow uh, or well, Jason? Jason's Jason. been in Gotham for three months. I don't know how long he's been talking to the Scarecrow. We haven't even gotten that information yet. But I am assuming that's essentially what's going to happen. I want to say, I'm. Very respectful, very sensible person, but Mika Kelly is breathtaking, breathtaking. And I'm so, I, as much as I love Hank and the character and Alan Richardson, is, I couldn't be more happy that of the, if you're picking one of the two of them, I'm glad she's still here because Hines is willing to lose some beats for her, is what he's saying. You know? <laughs> yes, <laughs> yes. Like me, myself, and myself and Chris were, were talking about her performance in the previous season a couple of days ago, and I went to check her out performance. And, but yeah, she's a really good actress too. She's really nailed this role. Yeah. I thought. Let's, I, let's I thought not stretch it out now. Yeah, <laughs> she's a fine actress. Opinion, I was really surprised, opinion. and I mean, this is gonna sound super misogynistic, and I'm super sorry. Is I was just surprised at her age, uh, to be completely honest. 
Uh, yeah, she's, that's what I was getting to, Clay. I, yeah, I looked she's, up her age and I was She's like shocked. 43. 41, 42, something like yeah. that. I was just shocked. I was just like, please share with me your techniques in this world. But I it's called forever. liposuction. No, I'm joking. I'm totally joking. <laughs> Um, I did like before I forget anything more about Don that she made the choice to rob the bank and like take out those guards. I think that was a to me that was a foreshadowing of how she's gonna go later on. And especially I kind of like it's like in Gotham, everything rots you. And that's what I loved all those conversations with Dick and Barbara and Bruce just talking about the city overall and their differences. And I like that that showed that she was willing to like, yeah, screw it. You guys don't want to rob this bank for the bars. I'm gonna do it. I'm gonna stab these cops too. Like I'm gonna cut them up. And then that that's why I think she's gonna get a bit more violent. And uh before I forget to on Scarecrow, I think Jason Todd will kill him. That's where I think and yeah, then Jason that, yes. Todd will be missing again at the end of the season. And I think that's what's going to happen. I have a couple questions for you guys. I have a couple things we we haven't heard. We didn't hear anything about Donna and Raven. We also uh, we heard we heard little. Little like bring her back to life. We, we didn't. Yeah, we didn't that see was them. The... Sorry, we didn't see them. Yeah. And we also didn't have see or hear any mention of Rose. Because oh when yeah, we, when we left that in was season two, yeah. she was on the team. I and thought too. Back, when they were showing the Titans arrived to Gotham and they had like the camera press footage, I thought Minka Kelly from afar was her. I'm like, oh, here she comes. I think either she's ridden off or they save that character to bring in as like a to talk to Jason or to something like to get through with Jason. Or but, my dad is back. My dad is yeah, back and we need to assemble I, again. I would not be surprised if I were to bet you a fake a thousand dollars that we don't see her at all. And as far as rate, I think this 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 shows what twelve episodes or thirteen. I thirteen. I think I believe. thirteen. So I I predict you'll see them the six seven mark somewhere in the middle, and then we'll kind of go that route, and that's fine. You know, we'll we'll get Donna Troy back, and they'll try and redeem this and everything, and uh, yeah, we'll see. But I don't think they're needed right now. It would just be another storyline because there's already so many that aren't being serviced just wait till they're it's a little died down and i'll say one other thing for red hood because i was thinking about that you do get away get rid of all essentially minus starfire all the supers because yes superboy superboy but uh red hood has already seen what takes him out oh he's yeah. seen it in terms of a kryptonite bullet almost killed him if it wasn't for starfire and he knows where to get kryptonite because he has access to the Batcave still. So I I assume that he maybe already has gone in there and gotten the kryptonite. But I don't... I, I, you know how sometimes you think like... If you I think Jason is here, watching everybody from yeah. like afar. He like has cameras or something. And he's I hope watching so. people in the, uh, in the mansion in the Batcave. That's what yeah. I think. They should because we're not going to get it, I don't think, in live action anytime soon in Justice League or with Batman. They should mirror the, hey, Batman knows how to take out every single member of the Justice League just like uh, that. And the Tower fact, of Babel, yeah. Yeah, and the yeah. fact that he has experience working with them, they should do that. And I hope they do, even not to kill them, but just to take them out for a bit. Because if they don't, again, I feel like, okay, you're a little on the weaker side. But I hope it happens. He should know how to get to everybody in a sense. Yeah. Oh, yeah. But I'm glad that anyway that you have two of those massive power people off on their own mission so essentially kind of makes it a little bit smarter a little bit more believable that he can get a drop on all these people even though a couple of them have powers but uh, like starfire you can just eliminate sun and you cut her power in half essentially like you really drain her in this show anyway so i, I think there is a way that you can make me i want to that's the main thing for me i want to believe that red hood can take down these people like mm -hmm. it, it was hard. It's I had I don't even believe that he could take out Hank 
from what we saw. Like, I it was, he could even was, take out uh, Dick in that fight, pretty much. Like, yeah. Dick got the upper hand, and yeah. then he had to leave. And I wish they drawn that. Not that I want the reveal drawn out, but I wish that scene was filmed a a little better. In my opinion, it was just like so quick to like his face gets mashed off, and then they show him. I I wanted a bit more drawn out to sorry. I'm going to compare it to like Winter Soldier, where the mask came off, and Sebastian Stan stands up, and you see the hair, and he slowly turns. Bucky. Yeah, but it, this was just so quick. I was like, okay, God, and I thought the mask too had a combo of like live action and CG at the face, which I didn't, uh, I didn't care for her. But uh, that, that, that's fine. I want to ask you guys two things as well. Um, when do we see Bruce again? And do you think Joker's actually dead? Dead? Go. Clark. I, I think, I think Joker is dead. Um, I don't think we see Bruce until the Red Hood story wraps. And I'm sorry for my dog. I don't know what's going on <laughs> he has in lots that of other room. Uh, I would say that I'm thinking second last episode or finale is when we see him. I actually think it would be bold if we didn't see him at all. But hey, someone Bruce? Had- yeah, but I think that there's no way they're going to leave the Titans in Gotham. So he'll come back and be like, I'll do it better this time. Not even about that. It's, uh, for me, it's the Tim Drake part. You can't. You're right. that. He's essentially the one that gets Batman back from Jason Todd, gets him believing again. Yes. And was, I thought it was really good point that we didn't see him in the picture of potential Batman, mm-hmm. or potential Robin. I mean, so I think that he's going to inspire Batman just from figuring out who it is. But I also think that can go to scare, like go back to Scarecrow as well because he's such an intellectual, inspired man. I think he could figure out exactly who Batman is. I think he could use that information and maybe that's what got him in with red hood. I, I don't know, but the, the, the inhaler, I think is such a big part of this and I need that explained so much. I really mm-hmm. think I'm right about scarecrows. It's just a reverse of his fear toxin so that you're not scared anymore. And yeah. I'm I just, think it's a good, good, I hope good idea. That is, I hope it's not, I hope it's not mind control in terms of that would be a little weak, Mm-hmm. Uh, I even think I would even hear, hope to him say I knew what I was doing when I was doing it but where he's completely out on the Titan I can accept that like you listeners you have to accept that there are a couple different things at play the main story of Under the Red Hood is not going to be played out here in Titans of no. Red Hood trying to make Batman break his one rule because that's already gone out the table that's done <laughs> He won. He, he won in that situation. <laughs> that rule no, broken. Just, so it's, it's just an inspiration, and I, yeah. I think it, I think it works, and it's gonna be interesting how they like put it with tights. But you brought up a good point. I completely forgot about Tim Drake. We only had those two scenes, but I really like that actor. Obviously, shout out. He's the guy from the Batman trailer who's like scared when the other guy's getting beat to shit. So that's fun. But like I, the second I saw him on screen, I'm like, oh. I'm going to like you playing the the least, you know, the lowest tier Robin. I'm going to like him playing that. That's a shout out for Brent. But <laughs> I, I, I'm very excited at one point to get them all together because I loved the I think I've said this a bit, but just to stress, I really loved all Dick and Barbara's back and forth. They showed in the trailer, but I still loved the, like, oh, you're trying to fall in your fo- dad's footsteps. He's like, oh, I'm not trying to do that, Commissioner Gordon. And I like all that back and forth. And like I said, the better get on. But once we got like. Bruce, Barbara, Jason, uh, Dick, and Tim all in the same room. Man, my Batman heart is like, and that's why I'm here for this show. No matter what, I will stick around however bad it gets to get that because we're not getting in the fucking movies. No time soon we're getting the Bat family in the movies. In my Yeah, opinion. no, and, and you said that you're a glutton for punishment, and that's that's what I am with DC shows. Like, I, I, can, I can shit up on them all day, but, like, truth be told, like, 
oh, season four. Okay, let's start this all over <laughs> again. You know, that's basically what I'm going to be doing. But I, I will say one thing just because I have it here in the background. One thing that I felt like I cared nothing about was Starfire and her psychiatrist or counselor no. or whatever. Um, I don't think it adds anything. I know it's alluding to this whole thing that she is like she she is still learning about her past, how she came about like on Earth and everything else. Like because we were still getting majority of that, like in season one, a little bit in season two, not as much because um, we were dealing with Superboy and all of that. But we're kind of going back to that. And I'm like, I've already forgotten about that. I, I don't really care. Like, unfortunately, no. um, I am more interested in learning about her sister because that was the literal cliffhanger of season two. Like, I, I, I know that it all ties into her origins, but this whole thing with like, oh, I have like this kind of weird secret relationship with my, with my counselor, psychiatrist, whatever you want to call it, therapist, whatever. And I'm, I'm, it kind of just pulled me away from the story and I, I, I really didn't need it. I will agree with you, Clay. It didn't hit for me. I love her as Starfire, and I do love when she's talking to the other Titans about the Jason stuff. Like, I feel like, but the whole, like, you don't know when she's going to get that memory flashback thing out of nowhere sometimes. And sometimes it'll take her uh, completely to the middle of the road, some random place. And other times mm -hmm. she'll just brush it off in a matter of seconds. So it doesn't even, it's not even consistent in how it affects her. So I have a problem with that. I, I, but I think it may be just like leading into Blackfire. I think maybe the therapist is because one thing I think is really foolish, especially in Starfire, you saw your one of your best friends, somebody that was like basically devotedly loved you, be controlled by your sister. And you're just going to like, oh yeah, because I immediately wrote down, I don't trust oh, this, yeah. this he, therapist. He died, guy. didn't he? Yes. Okay. And he, she yeah. controlled him before he died. So I think that the therapist could be exact same situation. He could be controlled by Blackfire. Maybe that's how we'll lead into it. But I don't need – you could just have that. You don't need to throw this flashback things at me over and over again throughout these episodes. I think it's it, it's distracting, and I don't care for it. So I'm right there with Clay on that criticism. I thought that that could have been time spent on other things. Uh, you can just tell me that she's going through something, but I think you should focus more on the – her and her sister part rather than show me some random flashback. I'm still trying to fit together. You were experimenting on, was this earth? Was this Tamra? Hmm. I, I, I don't know. Yeah, no, I don't have much that I'm like you guys. I kind of check out when it happens. I just didn't find much of it interesting. And I go, okay, she's, it just feels like right now, I hope later on the season it won't, but it just feels like, Hey, we got to have Starfire do something in this episode. So she's going to talk to this guy. And uh, yeah, like I said, just hasn't engaged me at all yet. And I like the actress enough, but yeah, I'm waiting. I'm waiting to care about her story and hopefully that happens soon. When that, when that story comes on, you click on your stopwatch timer. And you're thinking to yourself, okay, this is how long we're going with a bat family talk. Like, what's a hundred percent? You know, that's and that, and that's a good point. Like, Clay brought up like how many shitty shows to watch or DC stuff just to be there. And that's where it's like, I've had so many problems with Titans, and even in some of these episodes, there's problems, but like. When Dick Grayson pulled up and he stopped and he saw Gotham and when he got into the Wayne Manor and he knew exactly where to go for the Batcave and he just makes the clock like that's the shit I live for. Like right there, <laughs> like seeing a grown Dick Grayson go back into the Batcave and look for Bruce while he's cleaning up a dead Robin suit. It's like 
oh yeah, even if the rest of the stuff sucks, it's like I'm gonna be here. And yeah, that fight scene we didn't even talk about that was good. Like if I like that he's in the suit a lot. I will point out because I have a few notes. I love that. So when he's uh they're interrogating uh the woman who ends up having that like phone charge that like she spazzes out and like has a oh, how he's guys. just hiding in the corner. So I like so two things. He's there in day clothing like regular human clothing civilian clothing they're talking about what's going to happen she needs nightwing he goes there as nightwing and does interrogation doesn't really do much and then the next scene we see him he's back in Barb's office with his day clothes so he literally like came in there civilian clothes changed the suit went in there okay i'm gonna change back it all i wish it didn't happen in one like 10 minutes i i visual, changing, like i yeah. thought about it also and i'm just yeah, like how same. do people not notice this like, well, I just, yeah exactly like you go in the washroom and dick grayson she's like oh excuse me i just need a little and he's put like he's putting on the nightwing suit so that was that was kind of funny and i love that barbara's office she has like a door that like is electronic and like locks like it's just like it closes on everybody and it's just like okay that's a little untrustworthy i know it's like for i know it's probably to help but it's like why does the door need to completely close and lock you know I just it's thought like, of something too there is a chance uh-oh. there is a chance that we may actually see what happened to commissioner gordon we may actually see mr freeze i think, there's I, think so. I don't think so i, I think, think there's so. a chance that we could see Not that this I really do. Yeah. and also because i think that actor they cast was just like a. Hey, who's a good-looking old guy who could be Jim Gordon? It was if it was an actor like we had seen. I go, oh, okay, we're gonna see some. But I, yeah, I don't no, think he's we just will. a picture. He's just. I got really excited when I thought <laughs> yeah. of it. I was like, <gasps> yeah, no, no, like I, I think they will like for the meantime, or at least attempt to stick with Titans villains. That's why we saw Gizmo in the very beginning of this awesome. whole season. Um, but you know, I. I would be down to seeing Gotham Batman villains, but I think it's just a little overkill. Like, like I, I know that they they go up against Batman, but freaking going up against six different heroes, just like, okay, like that's a, that's a little much, you know? I just wish they would just swallow their pride and spin off Titans, do get them another big character and say, we're going to take the Dick Grayson character and we're going to do the Bat Family TV show and do, because that show could carry itself. I really do. And yeah, because I like it, but I agree with Clay where I feel like if you are a Titans fan, I would be personally annoyed sometimes because especially people have already argued that the show is very Batman heavy and it's like first episode, we're going to watch over Gotham and it's like, oh, okay. And maybe they leave. And if they do, then we can talk about it. But I feel like if you like, look at like Jason, Tim, Barbara, Dick, you could have a show about that. Even if Dick's not there and it's Jason, Tim and Barbara, they could easily do a Gotham show of 10 episodes, like a new Gotham show. They won't because they have the new, like the Batman show coming out. But like, I feel it does get a little bit heavy as far as a Batman fan. I love it, but it is just like, man, this is a lot of Batman in here for a show that's, called titans you know but hey i oh one other point i want to say out that i really liked that uh they were talking it was hawk and dove they're talking about hank potentially dying and he's like yeah and you know what if i pass i'm just gonna say hi to alfred at the pearly gates pearly gates and she goes no you won't and then he goes why do you think alfred's in hell uh, that line. Wait, you think got, I'm going uh, to hell? <laughs> yeah, that that line got me so good. The actress so well, I just love like you think Alfred's in hell and just her reaction. So really, it, good. it was though, very well delivered. Yeah, yeah. It was, it was, it was <laughs> even though I'm just completely bummed that I thought Alfred was dead this whole time. I forgot he was alive. So that's a bummer. We didn't even get that on screen at all. And my last, and still, like, I, I'm pretty confident the people who wrote the first episode probably thought the exact same thing you did. To be honest with yeah. you, yeah. 
And my last note is like talking about funny Alfred. I love that in when Dick and Bar were talking that she's like, you know how many times he's asked me about my dad? Not once. And I really like that again, just showing how shut off. So it makes sense. They kind of retroactively made it like, oh, well, you haven't heard about Alfred because Bruce doesn't like to share. But we couldn't have had one episode where Dick got a text like Alfred's gone. And he's like the same way in Civil War where Captain America just gets a text out Peggy and he has to leave the room. That's all was needed. A, a two minute segment of Dick looking sad. Alfred's gone. And he sends his condolences to Bruce in a phone call. That's it. But the fact that he just well, fucking died more, and he's like, oh, he's dead. This more seems to be like uh, Dick would find out when Alfred's estate contacted him to tell him what <laughs> Alfred left him behind. Seems like this Bruce would just bury him. him. And, and then Dick would come and be like, what the hell? You didn't tell him tell me Alfred was dead? He's like, uh, that, that war, was war, cool. war must continue. War continues on. Oh, that was a cold line when Dick's like, when's the funeral? He's like, it already happened last night. Me, <laughs> me, I buried him next to Alfred. Like, and and, was and Bruce was like, was like he didn't shit. have any family. Like, Yeah, yeah, it was, he was so fucking cold. I like all of Branthwaite's acting against that. Like, dude, like, what's fucking wrong with you? <laughs> like, we could have been there, like, at least for that. And it's just like, no, he's just, he's just a fucked up dude. Where's the guy him. that was visiting us last year? What happened to him? <laughs> Alfred died, you know, that's <laughs> fairly, fairly, fairly Alfred died. He didn't tell anybody. He just turned into an ass. Yeah. So do you, I'm clearly we're seeing Tim, you know, kind of being introduced to these characters later on in this season, clearly. But do you think just like how commissioner Gordon is just a picture? Do you think those cameos are just a picture? Yeah. For now. Yeah. For now. Yeah. Yeah, you could see somebody like Stephanie Brown or somebody joining the Titans. You could see it down the line. But there's also teases that we still don't have paid off for potential characters because there was Connor texting. There was a Connor that Donna was texting, Connor Hawk. So that's kind of right. what people think may be the next person to join. And there were a lot of rumors about... Did it say Connor Hawk? Yeah, it just said Connor. So that's kind of what people... This was before. This was before Superboy. So oh, just okay, a okay. counter. So that's kind of what people were thinking, and there were rumors of casting of that. Like this is, this was made in 2019, 2020. Like this was a while ago. This was first when the pandemic started. They were filming for this, so it's like it's been a while. So I don't even know if they have these uh, people showing up because. Well, you know, I will say it wasn't very noticeable that this was a pandemic shooting. That's the no. thing. Yes, but so, the other thing I want to say: there's a levels. Uh, for me now, the DCCW minus Superman and Lois is right here. I have Superman and Lois and this show, like Superman and Lois, a little above it, but this is this first three episodes is a strong start. And then you have your stuff like your Watchmen, your 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 higher level things up there. This is this is better than DCCW for me. So I, I couldn't I be agree. more happy about that. There's some uh, lines and a little bit, like I said, with uh, the the kid who is Jason, like mm -hmm. that kind of acting there is kind of like, eh, you know, but it is, uh, it is, you know, what it is what, as far as the writing goes. I do have faith that the rest of the season will be good. It's just <laughs> the finale. It's just the finale. See, I'm I'm thankful for these three episodes, <laughs> and whatever happens next, I'm I, I'm hopeful it's good. But I even these 
first three episodes and I loved it. I got my Batman just dripping in lore show for a little bit. And I'm hoping I really want it to be good, but I don't have the faith like you. Cause like I said, even last year, everyone rags on the finale and I get that, but I still think that there was, like I said, the times when Dick went to prison, there was still stuff in the middle of that season where it's like, it's not bad, but it just feels like, okay, we're spinning wheels. And the fact that it's 13 episodes, it's like, okay, I hope, I hope you can fill them. And they don't feel like, again, we're going to send Dick for a little while to prison. Is there any consequences? No, not at all. His records, like he's just nah, back on the street. No, there was one consequence. Instead of that awesome, cool uh, way he found out about Nightwing from Superman telling his stories, he found out from these random two guys uh, that carved it into the wall that he randomly, this random cell that oh, he randomly dude. assigned to. See, Great this consequences. Is, this, is, <laughs> yeah. this is the issue that I have with this show also. It's kind of forgettable. Um, yes. I completely forgot about that. Um, I forgot that Hank oh. lost his suit until you remind me, Heinz. I was like, right, that happened. So <laughs> I have a mind of useless Titans information, apparently. <laughs> <laughs> but I think that is it. We covered mostly everything, all of the new characters. Um, you know, like I said, I, I have hopes for this season to be on par with what we thought the prior seasons were when they were airing. We, I feel like for the majority, people were like, hey, this is a good show. Yeah. And then the finale hits, and it's just like, oh, God, you know? So um, I'm not going to rank it right now. I think we're going to go ahead and wait until there is a full season, and then we will touch more on that. But like we said before, we are going to be reviewing these every Monday live on DC Alliance from here on out. We're, it's it's going to be a full freaking episode each week because we're doing that. We're doing Stargirl. Um, it's starting to ramp up, and we're only two months away from fandom. So, Brent and Chris are going to be in the finale too. Yeah, yeah, they agreed so, to it. They agreed to so, it. So, and see, it's going to be weird. And I won't, you know, no, because uh, Heinz wants to make Young Justice a superhero discussion. So, so we don't have to necessarily do that on the exact same episode of the finale. So, with that, um, Snell, uh, where can everybody find you? Ah, just trash be snail. I'm there pissing somebody off, you know, tweeting about some current controversy. But all in all, no, thanks for having me on because I I I loved what I saw, at least in these three episodes. Yeah, I have a few problems, but uh and maybe you might see myself pop up here once again if my schedule works. I might even join for that finale one. I might have to make it a, a five person one because it's if uh... there's another banger episode, <laughs> we're gonna get a message saying what time are you guys recording for this one? A hundred percent. I'll have to move things at work and be like, I gotta leave two hours early. Can I start earlier tomorrow? Because yeah, all it takes is some more Batman stuff. I, Batman. I was gonna say all get, it takes is Batman, Batman suiting up. That's all yeah, it takes. That new or Batman I swear, if we Robin, hear another fucking Batman Joker laugh, you're, I'm gonna I'm gonna be here, you know? Because I, I I never said anything, but I still think there's a chance that Joker's actually not dead, and Batman's just like, God damn it, and that's why he comes back. But uh, no, thanks for having me on, and I'm excited to hear the rest of the reviews for the season. Yeah, and so Heinz, where can they find you? The usual, Travis underscore 156 on Twitter. Drop me a line. We can chat about DC anytime. Snell, thanks for joining us. Clay, this was fun. I thought you were going to have a lot more hot takes than what you had. You know, I, I think <laughs> just that my wait. whole, I think the, 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 I can't remember the actor's name, and that just shows how much I dislike him. Kieran Walters. Kieran yeah, Walton's, Wal yeah. Walton's, I just feel like he doesn't sell it, man. It's just so funny whenever I see him like walking up to Dick or like just any of the other Titans, he's a child. And to see him as this like menacing, like red hood, I'm just like, nah, like is Tim Drake taller. Is Tim Drake taller than him? Probably he is. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> 
<laughs> so, um, but of course, you can always find me at Fanboy Clay. Uh, I'm not going to go through the spiel of all the shows, but you can find all the shows uh, in the link tree in my bio. Go check that out. Of course, um, be on the uh, lookout at our uh, DC Alliance Twitter account. We're going to be, of course, always posting when we go live. Um, and we will again announce the winner on the show and on our Twitter, just in case the people um, are not necessarily in the show right then and there. Um, but yeah, you guys will see us next Monday. Later, everyone.